Hey guys, I sat down with my friend Aubrey, talked about a bunch of different things. The, the insane you know, commitment one needs to be great. Very different than being good. Uh, actually, all time great. Uh, a very interesting conversation about the enormous strategy of working for free or on spec, um, where there's a leverage exchange and the opportunities. It was just a very thoughtful sit down Instagram live session that we're now putting together for you and I hope you enjoy it. All right, put in your phone number right now. Tyler's gonna man it. Uh, sorry, uh, and call some of the peeps. Uh, but what we're doing here real quick for everybody, May 2nd, Austin, Texas, me and Aubrey Marcus and a bunch of other peeps. There's some other peeps, right? There's some other people. Yeah. NQ's gonna be there on stage with us at the Paramount. We got David Rutherford, former Navy SEAL, coming the next day. We got Emily Fletcher, a meditation teacher, founder of Ziva Meditation. We got a whole fucking Avenger squad. How much, uh, how much are the tickets? Do, do you know? Uh, like what, 200 yeah, I think? I think it goes 200 to Austin, Texas, or in any general vicinity of, or if, you're, if you can afford a plane ticket, May 2nd, Austin, Texas, I'm looking forward to it. I don't speak in Austin ever, so I'm excited to be in the market. Uh, and right now, uh, for the next 15 minutes or so, we're gonna take some phone calls, so I'm gonna have you do that. Um, do that, and while, uh, while Tyler's picking up a phone call, tell me how you been. I've been good, brother. Really good. Yeah. Always learning. Like, surrendering to the process of learning. What's been the most interesting thing in the last couple months? The, the most interesting thing in the last couple months is really actually understanding that you, everything you do, there's often a because. I'm doing this because. I'm doing this, be, I'm working hard because. Yep. But really, if you start to remove the because, that's where the real happiness becomes. Like, gets in, like, I'm just doing this because I'm doing this. Like, I'm doing this because I enjoy it. I'm doing this because of the you, process. Honestly, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, both those words. Yeah. I've been pounding this message for so long. <laughs> like, and, and I'm starting to go deeper into my own self. I'm like, man, in the summer as a kid, I wanted to, shove, to, to wash cars. I wanted to sell lemonade. I wanted to mm-hmm. buy baseball cards and sell them. Business, or like that action of the business game, and putting in the work is my joy. Right. The way meditating, rock climbing, drinking wine, skiing, watching football, playing Fortnite, like, oh weird, I do think there's a group of people and we've never talked about work as a hobby. Yeah. Like I don't hear work as a hobby. Yep. Like, like I, I Devoting can't... yourself to the work because that's what you want to do. Last doing. night, spending three hours trying to find Sam Darnold rookie cards on eBay, sending them to Lou, buying them, studying how rare prism rookie cards go up. Like four hours of joy. I I, I haven't been happier. You know, it's it's so fun for me. Business is my hobby. Going garage sales, right? Like like buying something for $2, selling it for eight. The, The business as a hobby is not talked about enough and it's, it's why people who work 14 hours a day love it because really they're doing the seven hours of work and then it's seven hours of hobby whereas other people are spending those seven hours you know, doing many, many things that they enjoy. Being on this, Tyler loves to play soccer, yeah. right? Like watching Netflix, like, it's all and the, great. And the reward of the soccer isn't the trophy, it's not the stats, it's not the hardware. You just it's love playing, playing soccer itself. And when the stakes are even higher, when you have that big hardware, you play harder so it's more fun. You got a number? Yep. Go ahead. That's exactly right. Business as a hobby is a topic that I need to expand on. We demonize people that, there's a small subculture of people that are like me who 
are working and we're having this incredible work-life balance conversation, but we're now demonizing people who actually use work as a hobby. Right, right, like as if there's a better way to spend your time. There's no better, there's only yours. Yo, what up bro, you're here with Aubrey Marcus and I. What's your name, where are you from? Uh, My name is Alex Drowling, I'm from uh, Athens, Georgia. It's awesome, man. Uh, thanks, thanks for uh, calling. What can we answer for you? Uh, honestly, I didn't even think I'd get kicked. Um, so, by the way, real uh, quick before I, you before you do anything, everybody on Instagram right now, like this is what consistently happens. There's this incredible concept of putting your phone number in. We say we're gonna pick somebody and call. Then you get called and you're flabbergasted you got picked and you still don't even have a, like you should all have a question at some level or, or rely on what he's about to do which is you're gonna make it up on the spot but then two days later you're gonna be like fuck what I really wanted to ask them. Go ahead bro. Um, so I am a aspiring chef. Um, I'm in culinary school right now. Um, I'm trying to make a side hustle sharpening knives. Um, where do you think the best, how do you think the best way to approach this is? Well, what, what do you mean, like you wanna get paid for, uh, for sharpening knives? Yeah, uh, going around the, every restaurant, it seems like it's gonna be the best uh, way to continually make money on the side. Um, I love this idea. I'm gonna give you a tremendous piece of advice that too many people that are ideological and don't actually play in the game push against, but I believe in it the most. You should go sharpen knives for five restaurants for free. For free, okay. Yep, like what? Like I spoke for free for the first 13, for, for no, I actually got paid for the first one because that's how it also, for 13 of the first 15 times I ever spoke, I spoke for free, including paying for my flights. And I love that your side hustle is related to your love, passion, love. which is your being a chef, right? So those things are gonna go hand in hand. The connections you make while sharpening those knives for free might be the connections you make to get in there and take over the restaurant and be their chef, right? Like you're building yeah. the connections in the field you want and offering a service that people need. So I think it's re- really well aligned. Okay. And um, if, if, you know, if you're strategic, like it's one thing to do free work it's another thing to do free work with heavy strategy. When I do free work, I try to think of two things. How much exposure is it? Like Tyler will tell you, sitting right here, one of the only times I still do free work is if it's massive exposure. There are 49,000 people in the audience. I'm like, oh, it's a lot of exposure. You know, like, <laughs> like it's live on, you know, it's during the Super Bowl. Like, like I'll pay somebody to put me in a Super Bowl commercial. Right, like it, when, they, when, yeah. when I get exposure. Or, and that's where I'm at now, in the, for you, when you pick these five restaurants, let it be the biggest restaurants in your 30 mile radius. Let it be the kindest. Let it be somebody who has the biggest Instagram following and maybe like whether, you know, you never wanna give with expectation but it's, it's okay to ask. You're like, hey, I'd love to sharpen your knives for free. Uh, and then like you get in there and the vibes are feeling good. Maybe you're like, hey, listen, like I hope you enjoyed it. Like, wouldn't mind to take a picture from my Instagram, which then makes them say, oh, we'll put you on our Instagram. Like, you can be thoughtful and do it the right way, but if nothing else, if you do it for free for five people, you've established that you do it. Word of mouth is a remarkably fascinating thing. And pick okay. the chefs, pick the chefs that you want to learn from too. Like, pick those people you want to mentor under, not only the exposure, but those people. It probably goes hand in hand but then you might form those connections and those connections can be invaluable. Strategic, yeah. strategic free work is one of the great moves in our society. It really is. Or, and I'm looking at Tyler and Jason because they're living it, or investing in a job 
that allows you to gain leverage even though you might not be making as much in salary as you may aspire to or think you're worth. Like people are just not strategic in realizing it's other human beings that dictate the outcome of life. Like there is no job, there is no company, there is no platforms, there's humans that run those things and how you impact those humans and how you build leverage with those humans that run shit matters. That's why you said pick those chefs. Like how do you roll, how do you bring value to the fuckers that run shit? Yeah, and sharpen the fuck out of those knives too. Like kill it, like kill it. Make sure you're the best fucking knife sharpener there is. Great point by Aubrey. The amount of people that have gotten into my inner circle have sat right out there, they're now on the cusp, but then aren't here nine months later because they weren't good at their craft or they didn't squeeze the fuck out of their opportunity. That happens too and I think sharpening the fuck out of those knives really matters. Yeah. But, but, But for whom? matters too, right? Yeah. These things fucking matter. Yeah. You, like, you sharpening the fuck out of those knives for, for a, uh, a restaurant owner who was just thrilled to get some knives you know, sharpened for free, feels <laughs> yeah, yeah. no guilt or has no interest in co-signing <laughs> yeah. you and it dies in that kitchen that night and nothing happens, also fucking sucks. Yeah. But I will say this, somebody's always watching. So let's play this out. You go and sharpen, the, this is why I fully believe in assistance. You go to the number three restaurant, you sharpen the knives, the owner's a dick face, got nothing for you, doesn't say it to anybody, doesn't put you on Instagram, doesn't even thank you per- correctly and you're out. But the sous chef was watching how hard you worked and she in three years opens up the number one fucking spot and now she, and do you understand? You Somebody's yeah. always watching. Yeah, and, and things like in this field, like hard work is always appreciated eventually. Look, bro, hard fucking work's appreciated everywhere. Hard work is that's the true. cost of, like, there's nobody that's ever been successful that made it that didn't put in hard work. There are people that inherited money. Like, there are people that have money that didn't work yeah. hard. There's nobody who's made it. They made it. The merit of them making it that didn't put in ridiculous hard work. That person does not exist. That person does not exist. It's also practicing being great, right? Hard work Mm -hmm. helps you practice being great at something. That same practice that makes you great at sharpening knives is gonna be the same practice that makes you great at being a chef. Practice being great at that, you'll be great at the next thing you do. Aubrey just said something super smart that I never touch on and Tyler's head is falling off his head and I think the reason (laughs) I know he's shaking his head is Tyler came into working for me as an admin and the hard work that that first 18 months was to calibrate to the speed, to the level of expectations, to being great, he's probably shaking his head because he probably realizes he's better at soccer, he's better at his relationships with his family, he's better at whatever the fuck he's thinking about, FIFA. He's probably better at those things because he's like, oh, okay, wait a minute. If it takes that much to be great here, am I right? Yeah, and realizing the upside of putting in the work and and the actual gap that you can cover by actually being like, I'm going to be great at this. Right, like, 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 like you're doing more than you did three, you're two with with me? Two or three? Three. Three. You're doing way more than you did three years ago, but it's easier today than what it was on day. the general understanding of if I want that result, this is what I can put in. There's a cost. Yeah. It's like modifying that. Let's get to another call. Thanks for the call, brother. 
Yeah, practice, of course. Practice you. being great broadly. Like know that you're able to be great broadly and you'll see it in all things. You'll see yeah. that same path in all things once it's, you understand it's, the It's concept. very funny. We're talk, the world's in a funny place. We care so much about happiness and work-life balance, which super matters. We've got a lot of great things going on, but there's this new undercurrent too about entitlement and things of that nature. It's funny, like, you know, like you look at, there's people out there, whether it's Kobe, it's definitely what I push. There's people out there saying, look, you do you, but don't say you're gonna be great unless you realize you have to become obsessed. Like you can't be the best at something in the world passively. Yeah. You have to punt everything. Yeah. And that's and that's and if you don't want to be the best in the world or a top 100, that's amazing. And like then you can canoe uh, in the afternoon and like go to a coffee shop and just chill. <laughs> but if you want it, like to me, it's just make your actions map your words. Yeah. You don't need to work on your craft 18 hours a day, but then also don't have the audacity to ever say you're gonna be great, or all time. It's funny, looking back, I was a really good high school basketball player, but knowing what I know now about being great and knowing that that was really the only thing that mattered back then, you know, the grades were fine, I was learning yeah. other things, but I was like, man, I could have been so much better, because I know how to be better now. Like, I know what it could have yeah. taken. I would have been shooting fucking free throws for like... 10,000 of them. Thousands of them. I keep telling people, Magic Johnson, two hours before he took the bus at, as a kid. Like, that's what his sisters always tell that story. Larry Bird, like, taking a billion shots in that crickety old, like, bat, like, yeah. you, like again, and I'm going to say it again, because it's very real to me. Like, when I garage sale, as a hobby on a Saturday and wake up at 5.30 after fucking working super hard and this is supposed to be like rest and this and that. Like that, that four hours of garage selling and negotiating and seeing what's popping and like, I'm working on my craft. Yeah. Let's get to one more. And like, and there's nothing wrong with not trying to be all time. But use that as the barometer yeah, to like. Know how. Or know that you don't want to be, thus that's why you should make 67,000 a year. Right. Or 209, right. or not be the best. Hey, right. it's Gary Vaynerchuk and Aubrey Marcus. How are you? What's your name? Where are you from? I am from Austin, Texas. Yeah. Castro, I cannot believe you just called me. <laughs> we called you. Are you coming to our event May 2nd, or are you going to break our collective hearts? <laughs> I am trying. Is that a financial thing? Is that a commitment to something else thing? What is it? It is a financial thing. I'm buying you your ticket. Boom. Oh my God. <laughs> Double win already this morning. People are fucking winning out here on this Wednesday. <laughs> oh my God, this is so awesome. Oh my God. So Tyler, Tyler will get in touch with you and we'll make sure your ticket's set. Oh my God, thank you so much. You're welcome. What's your question? Okay, so um, I started my business about two years ago. Um, I've been dealing with some medical stuff, so it's kind of been on the back end, but I'm trying to pick it back up. Um, I started a part-time job at a comic shop here, and in that, I started a group of artists, excuse me, because that's what I am, um, kind of helping local artists get started in the Comic-Con uh, circuit. I love everything that you're saying right now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but that kind of wasn't what I had planned for my business, and Dead I don't really appearance. know where to take it from there. Um, trying to figure out how to do that, as well as build my own business as far as the art and my my stuff, uh, which is actually a family business. My son and my daughter are there with me. Um, yeah, I'm shaking. I'm sorry. I'm so nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> You're just talking to two um, very attractive men. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't really 
know where to go from here. I kind of feel ADD. Um, I kind of do a little bit of everything. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's stay there for one half second. Okay. Something that's come up twice this week from friends is they're like, I, they've literally used, I feel ADD. I've got so many things. <laughs> there, there's, this, there's this collective thought out there or there's a certain point of view of like, I'm scattered. I should pick something and go deep. The reason I'm not successful right now is because I've got my hands in too many things. You're talking to somebody who does that. You're mm-hmm. talking to somebody who believes that you should juggle, th- let me phrase, I'm self-aware of what makes me happy and my process is I'm gonna juggle mm-hmm. 39 balls. Yeah. Eight of them are gonna drop, drop. Losses on my resume, letting somebody yeah. down, L's on the, on the record, but that's okay because I have 31 balls in the air and I think that's better than having two, one ball in the air and you have one, I have 31. I, I put 30, with you. So let's stay here. A lot of people's personality traits enjoy tasting a lot of flavors. Just because something hasn't so taken off, that is not necessarily predicated on because you're doing five things. It may be, because maybe you are destined to like be in a place, energy, skill, talent-wise, where it's pick one thing, go deep. But we shouldn't just generalize that having too many things is the rationale. Not on top of which, for people like me, Having only one thing and going deep leads to unhappiness. There's a boredom that comes with it. There's a lack of new and fresh and exciting and so just keep happiness in your process in mind uh, versus actual financial success. I'm being serious here. There's a lot of people who are better off making 83,000 a year and living an $83,000 a year lifestyle which means not as big Mm -hmm. of a home, not as big of a car but they're doing they're doing Comic Con and selling honey and and flipping furniture and they fucking love it. They just mm-hmm. a lot of this has to do with controlling how much you spend on your life and putting yourself in a happy spot versus some ideological ambition of where your company or how much money you should be making. This is a very important point. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I'm somebody who does a bunch of things as well. Podcasts, author, company running on it, blogs, poetry, all these variety of different things. And Robert Greene talks about it in his book, Mastery. He calls it the Da Vinci effect. It's like the more different fields you can touch, the more overlap you can create. And so it can actually accelerate your ability to be excellent at something because you can draw in some of that other information. But whatever no, it is, me. you know, you just gotta, you me. just gotta I'm push up in this as much as you can into those different things. But understand that it could be a wide variety of those things because everything I do helps the other thing that I'm doing. So it all works together. Exactly. Thoughts? I'm sorry. Thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I've, I've been struggling with that because I have people around me that are going, "You're doing too much. You're putting too much on your plate." Tell them to like tell them. I've been sick for about a year. Tell them to fucking, tell them to fucking, tell them to fucking worry about themselves. (laughs) Like, I'm, but I'm serious about this. Like, like one of the things that, one of the things that I'm most proud of is I put out all sorts of content where I have points of view, right? But they're general. I never go to, I never go to, you know this Tyler, I never go, Aubrey, you should. Like, I never give people one-on-one advice unless I'm answering a question. To jump in and judge from the outside with no knowledge of what's going on in somebody's head or real life, you don't know anybody. Yeah, you're also putting your goals as their goals then, right? That's because right. if you don't know any better, then you're not actually listening to what makes them happy. That's how right. How the process works, what their magic might be. 
how this may work out for their life. Like, this is this is why parents are fucking up every kid. <laughs> Get a stable job, son. Daughter, make sure you do it this way. The fuck are you yeah. talking about? You're you're teaching me something that was predicated on a framework from 1984. Yeah, my dad yeah. wanted me to work at fucking Goldman Sachs. I would have been a bond analyst. <laughs> like that was sucked. Yeah, you would have been a dick too. Would've you would have been, been the worst. You would have been the you would have been, been you would have been, been, been you would have been you would have been no, no, I actually think you would have been super successful on Wall Street, yeah. but a dick face. <laughs> yeah, I really sure. believe that. It would have not been good for my life no. or the world or anything. No, definitely not for the world. Anyway, here's what I would say. Keep tasting things. I guess the question is, are you trying to be financially successful? Are we talking in the framework of business here, making money? Um, I mean, yes. Eventually, and that makes the sense. Line, the artist skills myself that I'm trying to build is really just to help them. You know, I charge a very minimal fee for what I do for them. And so are you, are you, are you, trying, to, are you trying to build up that specific business? Is that the literal question here? It seems to be growing on its own. In the last six months, I've signed four artists, and it's just them coming to me saying, oh my God, what are you doing? Like the last one uh, I signed, he's 17, he's amazing, and he was like, I just, whatever you're doing, I want to be a part of it. And so, and that's how it started. Okay, and so what's the question? Like, what, do you want to scale? Like, what's the actual literal question? Yes, I want to scale my business, and I want to. I want to do it in many different facets. I have my own art. I have the, the art management that I'm doing for the other artists. Um, I also have been doing decorate, cake decorating for 26 years. Like there's so many things and different creative facets that I do, and I want them all to grow. Are you putting out a ton of content? Like, are you putting out a, a vlog, a podcast? Like, are you putting out content? No, all of that is in the books. Um, I've been really, really sick this last year. Like, Understood. Like, out of the hospital, kind of sick. But and, and now when, that I'm feeling better, I'm on it. Well, so to that point, oh. here's what I would say. Don't judge yourself. Like, it's remarkable that you're feeling better and that's fucking number one, two, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. because mm-hmm. if you're not feeling well, uh, none of this shit matters. You know, and so... Do me a favor, a lot of times when people are sick, coming from divorce, coming from a big failure, they feel like they've lost time and it creates this anxiety and lack of patience. The reality is you just haven't. Like you've you've lost more time in the extra hour you should have been not sleeping or watching some dumb shit or like pondering in your head or drinking a coffee. Like people are like, I lost this year. I'm like, dude, you lose a year every year by not squeezing the fuck out of shit. So please don't, don't dwell, like this, so many people dwell or look backwards. Nothing that's happened in the past is holding you back from the future. And if anything, it only gives you empathy for these artists who've gone through the same thing, right? Like you can really sympathize, empathize, understand. And if you're gonna be in artist management of any sort working with people, they're gonna go through their own challenges. Maybe it's a divorce, maybe it's a death in the family, maybe it's an illness. But having that experience and using that to build and fortify yourself from it, understanding that this sickness happened for you, not to you, so that you could get stronger on the other side of it and appreciate life even more because of it. Like you take that attitude, that's just gonna help you help everybody else so much more. We will see you May 2nd. Yes. Email, I'm very email, excited, thank you so much. Email Gary at com, and Tyler will intercept it and put it in motion. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. May 2nd. Austin, Texas. I will be there. Aubrey's putting on an incredible event. Uh, it, is it on it? Like sponsored? Like, yep. Uh, if you haven't checked out on it, you've made a huge mistake. 
Uh, Aubrey, thank you so much. Yeah, of course, brother. Anything you want to anything you, you want to end with? No, that's it. Check out my podcast, Aubrey Marcus yep. podcast on the book. N I T the book. Own the day, own your life. It's about the process. Enjoy it. Just fucking enjoy it. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world, and I mean the world, if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.